0: Welcome, 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 welcome. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast. Coming back on Tuesday, brand new week. Lots to dive into NFL-wise. Halfway point of the season is over. It has Mm -hmm. come and passed. Trade deadline has come and passed. Lots of things going on in the world um, of sports and otherwise. Chip Daly over there. Dan Fish right here.
1: Chip, how was your weekend? Uh, It was stressful on Sunday (laughs) because my pick and your pick. In the Survivor League, otherwise it was nice, nice in the seventies.
0: As I explained to you on Sunday, uh, I was never worried. Um, I've dealt with a lot more close games this season. This on my one picks. should
1: not have been close. Is the thing, though. See, like the
0: thing, yeah, it never should have been. They were favored by fourteen points. The Steelers were, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I think at least this is probably like the fourth closest game I've had all season. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think your last five the has fifth. probably been that close.
0: <laughs> I mean, the Packers lost in the same way, in the same fashion that the Steelers won a week ago. Titans went to overtime. Chiefs went to overtime when I was picking them. Seattle won in the final seconds of the game. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and obviously, I had another loss in there too. So. Uh, yeah, this one did not worry me as much as the other. Nine. I was
1: sweating. <laughs> it was, uh, especially after Houston. I mean, Houston, got, well, we'll talk about NFL later, but Houston got really close too, but they won. So then I was extra nervous waiting for the Steelers game to finish.
0: Because that's the game that you wanted to pick otherwise. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to break down our halfway point, uh, I guess, NFL awards. Now that we're halfway through the season yeah. or every team has at least played eight games. We're going to do that segment too.
1: One.
0: Something to look forward to. Let's get the plugs out of the way here. We're on Twitter at fish and chip pod, Spotify, anchor, Apple Podcasts, the Google machine and Amazon. And most places you get your podcasts because we're on many, many, many more. <clears throat> many. All right. The world of <clears throat> the world of the world. I'm sorry. I'm coughing. You got a frog in my throat. The world of the world it's is awesome. going on. There's lots of things going on in the world. Love that are not in the sports world. Yes. Um, we talked about last week, be patient as far as it comes to the election. I would say that's still up, uh, for a uh, good advice, I should say to stay patient because like I said, there's probably going to be lawsuits and everything and recounts and blah, 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 blah. But we do have a president elected in the United States of America and that would be Joe Biden. Sure do. Um, so congratulations to him. He would be in line for the 46 presidency. However, and, um,
1: Kamala Harris, first woman vice president. Yeah,
0: first woman vice president. Also another ethnicity in the White House other than, uh, you know, the white male. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The straight white male. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but anyway, uh, there's a lot of things going on in the U.S. outside of the election process. Um, On Wednesday, that is tomorrow, I want to wish Happy Veterans Day. To everybody out there, support our troops and those who have served in their lifetime. Really appreciate it.
1: Thank you.
0: Also, today is the birthday of the Marine Corps. Um, so I just want to give that a shout out because I always see a lot of posts um, from my friends that are in the Marine Corps, shout them out um, or have been in the Marine Corps. They like to celebrate the day before Veterans Day because that is the birthday of the Marine Corps. So just. Happy birthday out there, Happy Marines.
1: Birthday. Yes.
0: And thank you. And we appreciate all of our troops and veterans.
1: Yes, we, we sure do. Unless you're not on America's side, then we don't appreciate you. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: I want to cheers to the troops. Both sides. <laughs> um, Speaking of the office quotes, that was Playing a Ryan both sides, Howard. So
1: I always come out on top
0: um Diwali I just wanted you guys all know that Diwali it's time to celebrate Diwali is on Saturday 11 14 this year so happy Diwali to the Hindu culture yes do we have any listeners over there in India yet you know I don't think we do Uh, we're gonna have to get there eventually maybe now that I mentioned Diwali we'll have one pop up in the next couple weeks so yeah something to look forward to
1: yeah all right (laughs) <laughs> we're looking forward uh, to some uh, <clears throat> yeah, new listeners from India
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. well I mean most of the people in, in the world live there, so
1: you know what back to Joe Biden, I already had some beef with him do you want to hear it? yeah, why not? we're getting political, he had his uh, speech thing on Saturday night at 7 central time, and it Made a bad chain of events for things I was trying to watch. It, pu- <laughs> <laughs> it, it pushed back the Notre Dame Clemson game, which went to double overtime, and also pushed back SNL, which I was waiting all day for. It's all Biden's fault. <laughs> SNL didn't start until like 1130.
0: Okay, but that's not his fault. That's his team slash the NFL's Well, he, he
1: didn't have to speak for 40 minutes. <clears throat> Show was up 10 minutes long? late. No, he spoke for like 20. Okay. Conway, I was going to say, I was like, like like, I
0: was like, I don't think he talked for more than eight minutes, but okay.
1: Yeah. I think the whole thing was like 40 minutes, but just made my night too long. Well, I had to know, watch it was, the it's an
0: important, it's an important time in America history. Cause if he, if he actually does take the oval office, he will be the fourth ever president to, uh, retire a president after one term.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, he would.
0: Yes, he would. Um yeah. And so, also
1: the oldest. Sad of the days. Would have happened either way, but I suppose oldest elected? Not re-elected.
0: Oldest so, president elect.
1: Uh, That's what yeah. they call it when yeah. you
0: get elected like you're the president elect. Yes. You're not the president yet, but you're the president elect. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you got anything else for segment one or can I get into my stuff that I really want to talk about?
1: Wait, well, if you, if you want to do the bad, sad news.
0: Oh, well, uh, yeah, let's get that out of the way. Cause I got some happy news after that. Okay. I mean, you do it.
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't want it.
0: I don't want to do
1: it. I feel like you were more affected by it than I was. 2020 sucks. Yep. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> we lost another one. On Sunday morning, it was reported that Alex Trebek lost his battle with cancer at the age of eighty, and has passed away. The longtime host of Jeopardy.
1: Very long time. Yeah, but I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it was like thirty-four years or something. Yeah, he's
0: he's been a he's been a TV host for a long time. A, a very well-known personality. Um, Overall good dude from what I know about him. Um, So the world's going to miss him, obviously. I don't know where Jeopardy's going to go. Obviously, going forward, I would feel almost weird to be the next house or to watch it going forward. Um, Maybe Dan Patrick can do it. That's a shout-out to Dan. He (laughs) also isn't a bad... (laughs) He's also in a battle of cancer or has battled cancer. He hosts sports jeopardy, you know, so maybe he can be the next guy, mm-hmm. but, hmm. uh, it might not be the best choice because he might be on in the next 10 years too. I don't want to say that. I love Dan Patrick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: 2020 needs to end right now.
1: <laughs> uh, we're getting there. I can't,
0: I can't lose any more of my favorite people on it.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: I know. Oh uh, yeah. It's been a hard year. Uh, Prayers and thoughts with the family of Alec Trebek and everybody obviously out there in the world that loved watching him on TV and Mm -hmm. the joy that they brought, he brought to their lives. So, R.I.P.
1: Yes. Well said.
0: All right. In brighter news, you know what we're going to talk about next? I'm going to surprise you because I I didn't
1: tell you about this. Okay. Surprise me. Golf. Golf.
0: Yeah, the third major of the year is going to happen this week. Can you imagine that? Because normally it's all over in August already. Uh And then the FedEx Cup wraps up in late September. Um, But however, with COVID going on this year, the Masters did not get played in April. So it's going to be played this week. They start on Thursday. That is the 12th through Sunday, which is the 15th. However, COVID has already... Reared its ugly head.
1: Come on, COVID.
0: Sergio Garcia, defending champ, or one of the former champions, 2017, I believe. He's Here. out. He's been diagnosed with COVID, so he will not be playing no. this week. Sergio! So this is actually, the ma- The Masters is what is normally the kickoff to the major season in golf in April. However... Now we can call it the third and final major of the year, (laughs) which is normally there's normally four a year. The British Open got canceled altogether. Uh, We did have the PGA um, who wait, did the PGA get played first or second? I think they got
1: played first. I I do not know.
0: Call. Yes. PGA did. Colin Morikawa won the PGA and then Bryson DeChambeau DeChambeau? won the U S open. And now we are on to the third third and final major of the year, which sounds really weird because <laughs> normally you hear the PGA being the fourth and final major of the year, glory's last shot. Um, however, there's not four majors this year due to COVID. So there will be no fans at Augusta National, which is one of the most beautiful golf courses in America, if not the most beautiful, with flowers and the – pine trees and everything now we're into fall so i cannot wait to see what that place looks like in the midst of fall weather
1: yeah i think i'm actually gonna have to tune in just to see just
0: to see the ambiance. yes of what is i guess the national exactly and magnolia lane yes Yes, but anyway um so this has been a weird year for golf however um, yes, we're going to play the masters this week. I'm very excited. I'm going to tune in a lot. The cover is going to start on ESPN on Thursday. And why don't you play that sound chip for a golf related athlete of the day golf. It's time for Dan's favorite, favorite athlete, athlete on earth today. All right. Give me some Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. I'm going to give him my shout out of the day. Because what's he doing? He's going for his career slam again at the masters. He's won Mm -hmm. us opens. He's won British opens and he's won PGA championships. This would be the only major that he does not have. So if he would accomplish this feat this week at the masters, um, he would be a career grand slam winner. Um, he has the fifth best odds, I believe at the website that I looked at earlier today, going into the tournament that is at minus 1400, I believe. So if you would bet a hundred dollars, you could win $1,400 if he wins the tournament.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Rory for my favorite athlete. And then if I want to have a co, I really want to see George Jordan Speed come back to, um, you know, golf relevancy. Cause ever since he won, You know, his two, three majors that he did, and then he had that collapse at the Masters. Um, I believe that was in, like, 15 or 16. He's kind of fallen off the face of the earth, and he was known as, like, going to be the next big guy. And then his buddy, Justin Thomas, has kind of taken over from there. Um, I just want to see him come back to golf relevancy, uh, start to have that competition again with Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau. Brooks Kepka Brooks and John Rahm. Um, I think that's going to be a historic type looking field slash competition going forward for the next few years. And I just want to get Jordan Spieth's be- name back in to that relevancy as well as obviously Rory, which I already mentioned. But uh, yes, um, I'm, I'm kind of hoping he has a knack to play well at the Masters. So maybe this could be the year that, you know, it's, an, it's a weird year get his name back in contention, if not win thing, and then maybe propel his career forward back towards the trajectory that it was on early when he was in his early 20s. Okay. Sorry, had to get a little golfy with you.
1: Always need some golf in here.
0: We don't discriminate sports. (laughs) All right, uh, with that, got anything else? Segment two? Sure don't. Fishing Chip Podcast. Coming
1: back, NFL talk next. Bye. It's not even the same country, but welcome back to the Fishing Chip Podcast. (laughs) I'm including this. I am including this. Yes, uh, but I'm actually going to shout out India because we were mentioning them. Uh, hello, Mumbai, biggest biggest city in uh, India. Hopefully, someone tunes in and, listens and New Delhi. Tune New Delhi.
0: What are your listeners? We need uh, listeners from India now because I mentioned Diwali.
1: Happy yes. Diwali! Uh huh. Exactly. 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 Okay, now we're going to talk about something that India doesn't care about: in American football, cricket. Yeah, they care about that. This is something they don't care about.
0: Okay, football. Yeah, we mentioned the Steelers survive, <laughs> so our picks are good. Uh, uh, the update on the scoreboard was through nine weeks. You're 11 out of 11 points at this point, basically, is what it comes down to because you use two lifelines. Yes. I, on the other hand, am nine out of 11.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Rip.
0: Uh. Well anyway, um so I'm behind by two basically when it comes down to it. We have eight weeks left. Yes. And we each have one lifeline, so we have a maximum number of points of nine remaining for each of us. So I gotta find a way to get two up on you the rest of the way just cause tie. Yes. Yeah. However, I'm I'm rooting for you to win that million dollars, man. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I am too. I'm rooting for myself.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I, I <laughs> I'd be surprised if you weren't.
1: Um, that's what I the game so of the nervous. weekend.
0: Oh yeah, okay, the game of the weekend though, would you disagree with me? It's probably the Dolphins and the Cardinals.
1: The Bucks and the uh, Saints?
0: <laughs> no, that was not. Uh the Dolphins and the Cardinals, they ended yeah. up 34-31 Dolphins over the Cardinals. And I got to say, um I don't know if the Dolphins are legit a contender in the AFC because of the Ravens, Steelers, and Chiefs. And also, they're probably not going to win the division over the Bills who just beat the Seahawks. But I got to say, I don't know why I underestimated them. I know they traded away a lot of people last season, but we went over those picks last week. And I don't know why I underestimated them so much because Brian Flores is such a good coach. And we're going to get into that later. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he's definitely the front runner for Coach of the Year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have a hard time believing that they couldn't make a push at least to the divisional round this year and maybe, maybe win a game to get to the conference championship. I don't know. I mean, we talked about their over or their, uh, win uh, what do I call it? Point differential. Point, yeah. It's, it's one of the best in the league period at this point if not the best, I I didn't look at the update after this weekend, but, uh, that I, that's a true deterrent or true determining factor for me when it comes down to deciding whether a team's legit or not. And the dolphins might actually be legit this year and have a really good chance of going forward into the next few seasons with Tua at the helm, not on a big contract because he's on his rookie deal, they're gonna have a four or five year window to be competitive for a Super Bowl, I think.
1: Well, they might. And Tua is actually pretty good on Sunday.
0: Yeah, I mean, he played well. I think Kyler Murray Murray played better. Yeah. But I think Tua actually has more help. Anyway, uh Brian Flores defensive uh oriented coach. And uh Yeah, I mean, he's got the Dolphins' defense not playing terrible. I think their defense is better than what Arizona is. Obviously, Cliff Kingsbury is an offensive side-minded coach, so I think what Tua had to do against the Cards' defense was a little less daunting than what Kyler Murray had to do against um, the Dolphins' defense. That's true. However, however. I do want to throw one stat out about Kyler Murray. He is eighth in rushing yards this season in the NFL.
1: He's uh, yeah, he's pulling last year's Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, so uh, he's eighth overall in rushing, and he's (laughs) playing the quarterback position. So Uh, yeah,
1: he's got eight (laughs) rushing touchdowns.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Um, Sunday Night Football. I was looking forward to that all weekend. I'm I'm utterly disappointed. Utterly. What happened? Give me your opinion on. It.
1: Uh, I I don't know, man. I don't know what happened to the Bucks. They were favored by like three or something, weren't they? Or two and a half.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say a, th- a field goal. I think.
1: Yeah. And they scored three points total. <laughs> they lost thirty-eight to three. Tom Brady threw three inter- interceptions. I don't know what happened. They
0: case like-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Get some help.
0: I mean, he he did have an influence on the game, though. I mean, he had a cat. He had catches. He had rushes. He had throwing yards. He led I the mean, team
1: in rushing yards.
0: Jameis Winston even had a completion.
1: Oh, I missed that.
0: Yeah, I think I he had think he one for one or two for two for twelve yards or
1: something. Holy cow, Jameis Winston! You can't tell me that Taysom Hill is uh, their second string guy because they were using him for everything, like you said. I don't want to go over my beef again, but. You know. I think he
0: went two for two for forty-eight yards.
1: Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> but you would not use your back quarterback to run it seven times.
0: Yeah, he was the leading rusher, or one of the leading. He yeah, might have led the. Yeah, he led he the whole the game. <laughs> well, the Bucks only rushed five times, I think.
1: Yeah, five times for eight yards. Blaine
0: Gameron on rush. One, one of those was the backup quarterback for a negative one yard. So yes. that was four called designed rushing plays.
1: Very good. Very good game all around by the Bucks.
0: It was not a very well game planned game on the side of the Bucs. So um I did have them splitting with the Saints this year, but apparently not. I and it, that 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 drives me back to what we were talking about last week. Everybody's down on the Saints thinking they're terrible, but then they go out and they do this. It's like, I think if if they can peak at the end of the season, yeah. that's been their issue. They normally peak in October. Too early. Yeah. This year, they might peak in December, and if they do that, they might make the Super Bowl still. It's possible. I mean, they were our pick. so
1: They were, yes.
0: Going into the season, so I'm, I'm hoping that's true.
1: Yep. Uh do you think do you think Tom Brody has too many weapons and he just got a little overwhelmed now? I think the game plan
0: was bad. <laughs> See, here's the deal. I think they were they were ta- taking so many shots. They were they were drawing up way too, too many uh long passing plays and then they just completely abandoned the run game because they fell behind so fast. Yeah. That I mean, all they had to do was just send pass rushers and play coverage, you know, and when you know what a team's doing and they become predictable in the way that the Bucks did being so pass oriented on Sunday night, um, they become two to three times more easier to guard when it comes down to it. So that's just my opinion on that. I, I think they just, they didn't necessarily have the good game plan starting. They, I believe they elected to take the ball first, right? I don't On the, on the coin test, I believe they did. And then they, they go three and out. It's like, you got to take it with confidence, man, and you got to go and just smash it down their throat. You can't just take shots and then flip a coin on it, and then just continue to just throw the ball deep all game. Like they had no underneath passing attack, in my opinion, and I thought it was just really bad game planning on the Bucks' part.
1: Good insight. I agree. Thank and
0: maybe the Saints just got the number of Tom Brady this year. You know, I don't know a little bit uh, of both or maybe it's not even Tom Brady maybe it's just the play calling of Bruce Arians that they're getting used to and their defensive backfield's understanding what's going on where it gets so easy to predict cuz it's pass after pass after pass yeah
1: that's true uh anyway different you want to do
0: the uh you want okay
1: just got, just got to mention my chargers again another heartbreaker for the chargers <laughs> did you see this naturally one?
0: Uh, I did not watch the end, but I heard it went down to the last play.
1: It did go down to the last play. That's a, they, the score was 26-31. to 31. The Chargers had the ball in like the 5, maybe they're the 10 of the Raiders. And Herbert throws like a fade route on final play to, I think, was the backup tight end? And it looks like he caught it for the win. They call it a touchdown. And then when they show the replay <laughs> – As he's falling to the ground, the ball just kind of sneaks out of his arms a little bit and hits the turf. So then they overturn the touchdown game over, Chargers lose. Naturally. They've had like, yeah. The last two games have come down to the final play of the game and they've lost four games by (laughs) three points or less. No, four points. And that See,
0: that's the thing. Everybody's jumping on Herbert like, oh, well, he doesn't win. It's like, well, the Chargers don't win. Yeah. You know like they have not been winning for like 3 years they've been like this.
1: Yep. Just um, the history however, of the Chargers.
0: If we want to dive into our mid-season NFL awards, let's I do will it. I will give you some justification for Justin Herbert.
1: All right, let's do it. Our NFL mid-season awards.
0: It's time for <laughs> All right, what category do you want to start with? You want to get the rookies out of the way? Let's get the rookies out of the way. Offensive first.
1: Did you What's list? Did you list a few? I put a few down. That I, I think, put
0: my number one, and then I'm gonna tell you who I think is two. That's about all the farther I'm going.
1: Okay, well then let me tell you my dark horse first. That I think deserves some credit. Not gonna get it. Justin, Tristan Jefferson. No, Tristan worse. Oh, offensive tackle for the Bucks. Tackles never win anything, but. He has played 602 snaps, which is third in the league. He's only allowed one sack and he's a rookie. So I think he deserves some credit. Won't win. yeah. But yeah, Dark Horse, shout out. Uh, Then I have two guys at number three. (laughs) That's where Justin Jefferson is and James Robinson, uh, undrafted rookie, running back from Jacksonville. Oh. Yep, he's having a nice season. Number two. What's your number two? Joe Burrow. Mine too! Does that mean we both have
0: <laughs> Justin Herbert, number yeah. one overall uh-huh. offensive yep. rookie of the year? He's got I my mean, vote. What he's, what he's doing with the, with the Chargers, I know he's not winning, but um, it's very impressive what he is doing yes. um, offensively and carrying the team, in my opinion. So,
1: their, their team is so much better with him right now.
0: Oh, yeah, way better than they would be with uh, Ty Brad Taylor.
1: Taylor. So, or even Phil Rivers yeah he's true that true that
0: yeah i think uh, i think justin herbert might uh, man he might turn out to be the best or longest career based on where he's at because you never know with the Bengals, you never know with the dolphins those yeah. guys might get traded and you never know two or three years from now if they're being bad because they're on bad teams um you i don't know what- joe,
1: joe burrow looks really good already though I think Justin
0: Herbert's in a situation where he has a better chance to have a longer career.
1: Yeah. So, all right. And I just want to add and I've, as some people have said it might be like the 2003, 2004 rookie quarterback class with Eli Manning, Phil Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger, they're all good. Yeah, they're all good.
0: They are all good. I I will give you that.
1: So it could be, you know, the same thing here.
0: Okay, so defense rookie of the year. Um, I have two guys. Do you have two guys?
1: I have two guys.
0: <laughs> let's let's start from the top down this time. Fine. I feel like the obvious choice is Chase Young.
1: He's my number two right now.
0: Okay, who's number one for you?
1: Antoine Wintham Jr.
0: Oh, that's a hometown bias, man.
1: It is hometown bias, but I think he deserves get, it.
0: But I also have him number two for me.
1: Okay, yeah. Well, I mean those are the top two, I'd say, so we agree there.
0: Yeah, I think that's a no-brainer. But, however, I don't think that either one of those have a chance of being overall
1: oh. rookie
0: of the year. I can go on offense for that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The overall. I see. Uh, yep.
0: Overall rookie of the year, I'm going Justin Herbert.
1: Yep, me too. At me the halfway point. too. Or Tristan Wurfs.
0: All right, you want to get into the offensive, defensive player of the year, MVP talk, or some of the other ones?
1: Uh Comeback player is next on my list, but we can do the offense-defensive player. Let's
0: let's do comeback. We'll save the MVP for last. All okay. right. I think the comeback player of the year is pretty obvious at this point.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Philip Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He, he's yeah, I was like, thing.
0: are you pulling my leg or what, <laughs> man? Uh,
1: well, firstly, I don't know if Teddy Bridgewater is eligible for this award because he? he's been back for two years, but I think he would be deserving of a co comeback player of the year.
0: Yeah, maybe they do two awards this season. But yeah. I mean, based on the injury that somebody else is making a return from, I think that has to be the one. Alex Smith. Yeah, it okay. has to be
1: Alex Smith. That's, that's my top one. I have three. That's other my guys. top one. Okay. But the
0: other one is, well, maybe Cam Newton would be up for it too, but no. He's
1: I He's not doing that great. Though.
0: I think he'd be third. Like, if we we're going to rank it, I'd say Alex Smith, then Teddy Bridgewater, then Cam Newton.
1: Uh, I actually have Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Stafford tied in there.
0: Oh yeah, I suppose those guys too, but I mean like they weren't as I bad of like,
1: injuries, but they still yeah. missed missed half the it, season or more. It,
0: they did miss time. I, I think it though it's gonna be how expensive it comes down to it. Just the story. Two yeah. years off. I mean two years off is just crazy.
1: Uh huh. I also have Todd Gurley on the list. I don't know if he I think he'd probably count too, but it's not as bad of an injury or Whatever. I think he
0: qualifies, but like.
1: Alex Smith. The
0: story that Alex Smith went through, I, I just. The fact that he even just started one game or played one game.
1: Yeah, he's going to. Oh, yeah. After uh, <laughs> that didn't mean to sound so exciting there, but after Kyle Allen's dislocated ankle on, the same, just, on the same field uh, on Sunday, pretty, Alex Smith. Pretty, pretty much the start. same injury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dislocated ankle and like a broken bone or two. I don't know the specifics, but yeah. Alex Smith is going to start the rest of the season now.
0: But yeah, I mean, just him taking a snap probably qualifies him for comeback player of the year.
1: Yep, and now he's going to play now, more games.
0: And he's going to start. <laughs> like, yep. Not only does he come in in two games, he's going to actually
1: start now. So, uh, so I All mostly right. agree.
0: Yeah, coach of the year. <clears throat> I kind of yeah. alluded to this already. Brian Flores, Miami. I don't think it's even
1: close. He's also my number one. Uh, Mike Tomlin is number two. because
0: yeah, I think well, yeah, obviously with the best record in the league <laughs> through eight games. Yep, or nine games, eight games for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would agree with that, but I mean, I think Miami's
1: they're well, far ex,
0: they're far exceeding expectations. Like I said last week, in a good way. Yep, if they can continue that, I think Brian Flores. But I mean, they might only go 500 the rest of the year. They might miss the playoffs if they miss the playoffs. And yeah, maybe Mike Tomlin if they keep winning, but I can also see the Steelers start losing too. So um, (laughs) right now I, I definitely got Brian Forrest Number one. Me too. All right. uh, Let's do defensive player of the year first overall, because I think the offensive side, is probably a little bit more controversial. Yeah. Who you got for defense?
1: I only have two guys and uh, well, do you want me to say my number one, or should I say both of them?
0: Go ahead and do both.
1: I have Miles Garrett, and then winning, I have Aaron Donald, which is kind of boring. but
0: <laughs> Aaron Donald's my two, actually.
1: Oh, who's your number one?
0: I'm going TJ Watt. I mean, 8-0, mm. best team, probably best defense in the league at this point. Um, Rams don't intrigue me at the point where they – They're the third-ranked team in their division. I got to go with T.J. Watt. I mean, I I think what his influence on the defense, I think the Steelers' defense might be the best in the league. I mean, they might not be stats-wise, but I think when the season comes to an end, I think they might be the best defense in the league. So Could be. I'm going T.J. Watt there.
1: Yeah, I like that one. It could be on my list, but he's not. Forgot about him. Sorry.
0: He's he's definitely top five, I think, for sure. Um, if not top three, I got him number one. I'm going with it. I'm rolling with it. And this is kind of my predictions of what what's going to happen the rest of the year. Um, I saw. Then when it comes when it comes to offensive player of the wait, year. Wait, no. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs>
1: uh I I read an article actually about Aaron Donald and someone compared him to LeBron James. Like you could give the MVP to LeBron every year, but you don't because it's boring. Which is kind of how I feel Aaron Donald is with defensive player of the year.
0: Well, and yeah, J.J. Watt was kind of in that discussion for a while when he uh-huh. won three in a row or three up. So that's uh, why I
1: have Aaron Donald on top.
0: spot. Well, I definitely think Aaron Donald's having a better year than he did the last couple seasons. Yeah, for but sure. We want new. He also plays defensive tackles, so I mean, like, and he's
1: leading the league in sacks, though as a tackle.
0: I know. Unusual.
1: I okay, offense.
0: I think this is controversial here, and I think there's only two. I really think it's only two.
1: Uh, okay. I, yeah, I mainly have two. Some, put,
0: some people are thinking a third, but I think it's down to two.
1: Okay. Uh, do you want to hear my third first? Then we'll see, see what you're I'm sure,
0: I'm sure you're going to say Aaron Rodgers third.
1: No, I don't are even have a quarterback listed.
0: Oh, you're going to throw Dalvin Cook in there? I was going to say he might be offensive player of the year.
1: Isn't that what we're doing? He's offensive player?
0: Yeah, I know, but I was going to say Dalvin Cook's got a shot at it, but I don't think the Vikings are winning enough for that.
1: Well, I have Dalvin Cook and my Dark Horse MVP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I would have him third, probably.
1: Right for now. my offensive player, number three, I have Devonta Adams.
0: Okay, okay, but he's missed games.
1: Yeah, but he still
0: still yes, catches I, a lot. But yep. Okay, the, who's two?
1: Alvin Camaro.
0: Yeah, 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 I understand
1: that. And then number one, I have Dalvin Cook.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can I can totally see Dalvin Cook winning an offensive player of the year. Uh however, I don't think their record's gonna help them unless they can start unless they can get to eight eight and eight at at worst. I don't, I feel like I
1: don't offensive player and defensive player of the year don't matter all, as much as MVP for record.
0: I don't think so either, but there's a lot of years where the MVP and the offensive player of the year are the same person.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I think this year is a year where there's going to be plenty of opportunity, like last year where Michael Thomas set the NFL receiving receptions record. Um, So they picked him for offensive player of the year and then had Lamar Jackson as MVP. I think this is another year where they'll pick a person like that. However, my opinion is that Russell Wilson, as well as he started the year, I have Mahomes nipping at his heels right now, if not overtaking that. And I think with how the rest of the regular season is going to go, I think Mahomes is going to win MVP. And with the impressive year that Russell Wilson's going to put together, I don't think they can deny him the opportunity at Offensive Player of the Year. You know what I'm saying?
1: So you think Mahomes will get MVP, but Offensive Russell Wilson?
0: Yeah, they'll give Russell Wilson number two. Interesting, offense players here. because the thing is, I think they both do so much for their team um, outside of just throwing the football or running the football. Like they are the instrumental leaders of their team. But I don't know. I feel like if right now I'd say they're one one in one B, one A one B. I might give Mahomes the nudge right now just because his stats might be even a little bit better based on the interception ratio. But I don't know. I, I think Dalvin cook could win or Alvin Kamara could win Offensive player of the year as well, but it's going to come down to record. I feel like a little bit with Delvin, Delvin cook. I mean, he's, uh, he's scored 12. He scored 12 rushing touchdowns. I just looked this up today through eight games or he's played seven, but this team's played eight. He's not going to set the all time season rushing touchdown mark. He LT, I mean LT has it. That's a good four
1: game. It's
0: easy. 20, 28. <laughs> uh-huh. Um if he would if he would set the all time rushing touchdown mark for a season, I would say, yeah, he's got it for sure. But I, I just don't see that happening. So unless you're gonna go out there and set an NFL record, I feel like it's gonna go to a quarterback this year. Yeah, uh, maybe like Mike, like Michael Thomas at the receptions mark last year, you know, like. Unless you're going to go out there and have the rushing record overall, rush for 2,000 yards, um, flirt with Calvin Johnson's receiving yards record, I just or LT's rushing touchdown record for a season, I just don't see it happening. So I got Mahomes winning the MVP, and then I think they're, I think they're going to feel bad for Russell Wilson if he doesn't win the MVP because he's been so close so many times that they would give him the offense player of the year.
1: I also have Mahomes winning the MVP, mostly because Russell had four turnovers this past Sunday, which is in the first half of our season still.
0: And, and he had, had like three against the cards, right?
1: Yeah, he's been throwing some <laughs> passes lately.
0: I believe he has 28 touchdowns, but eight interceptions, and Mahomes has 25 touchdowns and only one interception. And the one interception, I believe, was on like a third and nine or a fourth and nine when the game was like out of reach and he just had to throw it, Yeah, you know?
1: Yep, that's why. And for most valuable player, I always think about the actual value, like what they bring to the team. Kind of like you were saying, like where would this team be without these players? And yeah, it came down to me thinking: Would Seattle be worse without Russell, or would the Chiefs be worse without Pat?
0: Trick. Well, let's just throw a middle of the pack quarterback on both teams, and I would say they would both suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think the Seattle Seahawks would suck worse because their defense is worse. Than the Chiefs. That's I mean, true. the Chiefs isn't anything to brag about, but I mean, I think that they're better than the Seattle Seahawks. At least they have better players. Um, if you threw Kirk Cousins on either one of those teams, I think they're both pretty crappy.
1: He would probably thrive better off the Chiefs.
0: But I think, yeah, I think he would do better with Chiefs because they have more options offensively and their defense is better. But
1: Yes, which is also why Aaron Rodgers is number third on my list because without him, the Packers would probably be a uh, dumpster fire.
0: Pretty terrible, yeah. I mean, I think he's third overall in the MVP chase, but I don't think he's even in the stratosphere of Mahomes or Russell Yeah, not right now. Could be, though. Could be, but They'll the have loss against the Vikings but... hurt him. Yeah. The loss against the Vikings hurt. Him. All right. With that, let's get to segment three. I have
1: some fantasy pickups.
0: Oh, yeah. Well,
1: do the pick-em-ups. This is a loaded episode. Okay, I really only have two again, so I'll make it really quick. Maybe three, if you wanted to say this. Uh, firstly, this is if uh, yeah, Duke Johnson for Houston running back. David Johnson left with a concussion, I believe, if he's out and you need a running back. Hey, yeah, Duke Johnson, but Don't love it. All right, the, the main two. It's getting down there in the season. Fantasy playoffs are coming up soon. You can still find these two guys in about half a leagues. Number one, Christian Kirk, 52.7%. For the Cardinals. He's a wide receiver. He's had three straight weeks of 20 plus points. He's a, definitely the speedster, deep route and bombs from Kyler Murray. He's getting, been getting lots of touchdowns. Pick him up. And my last guy is Curtis Samuel, wide receiver for the Panthers. He uh, They like to use him kind of like, uh, who am I thinking of? I don't know. They hand the ball off to him, kind of like Cordero Patterson when the Vikings had him. They uh, do end arounds with him. I think he's like free, two or three rushing touchdowns already, and he's had a variety of Receiving touchdowns, but he's been pretty good. 42.4%. Pick him up. Can I uh, make I'd a say, joke? I'd say at least stash him. Yes,
0: make a joke. And the segment on a funny note. Hey, so I'm a, I'm a fantasy new, but I'm pretty sure Christian McCaffrey came back this week. Sure did. <laughs> but he also hurt his shoulder now, and I think he's day-to-day. <laughs> yep. All right, with
1: that, that segment. Your, <laughs> that was your joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah pick up Christian McCaffrey if you can because he's back now
1: oh yeah <laughs> I don't think people dropped him,
0: yeah you know I no I know they didn't I was just joking around <laughs> good like, joke, oh, well i think I think you can pick up Christian McCaffrey pick <laughs> him up <laughs> oh, all right with that we got a jeopardy themed game in honor of Alex Trebek coming back segment three game time fishing chapat. Welcome back to the Fish and Chip podcast, and things are getting very, 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 very complicated over here. <laughs> Chip, explain them.
1: Uh, sorry, someone is inviting me to something on my computer. Oh my gosh. We're trying to record. Uh, so yeah, we've never actually done a game like this before in person, where we both really compete, I don't think.
0: Well, the, the spelling bee was kind of like that. Oh but yeah, you're not, right. Not like this, though. <laughs> yeah. We are competing against each other yes. for seconds, time ever.
1: So, as Dan has mentioned, it's uh, in honor of Jeopardy. i are to JeopardyLabs.com. Nothing to do with Jeopardy, I think, because all the questions are not in uh, answer format. They are in question format. But uh, it's a Jeopardy board that only Dan and I can see, and we're going to go through it like you do in Jeopardy, but without a buzzer. And uh, We're yeah, going to
0: take turns, uh-huh. and we're
1: going to... Are we going to allow steals? No, I guess we can't, because we'll see the answer. So, no, no steals. Oh, no steals. Okay.
0: So we're each going to be allowed to uh, pick a category and a dollar amount. Yes. The total dollar amount is
1: $3,600. Yes. So there are four categories, as Dan said. Each one has a 100, 300, and 500 dollar questions.
0: We're going to play this True Jeopardy where we pick the lowest ones first it doesn't matter (laughs) okay well i'm gonna say let's start with the 100 one so we
1: warm up you know let's tell the crowd what the the categories are
0: here are the categories i got this okay all about mlb MLB. nba nfl or
1: quarterbacks (laughs) you said those out of order sir
0: I did, but I wanted to get all the national brands. So they NFL. can't see
1: the screen anyway, dude. You're right. NFL and quarterbacks are two separate categories.
0: Yes, they are. So we got four categories.
1: So here we are. We ready? You want cool. me to start? Yeah, I'll, it's your game. I'll take all about NFL for one hundred.
0: What was? Do the you final? want me to read it? Do you want me to read it since it's your question? You know.
1: No. We'll read okay, it fine. <laughs> what was the final score of Super Bowl? 52. Was that even. <laughs> I don't even know if that was this year's. <laughs> it was not. Was it last year's?
0: Nope.
1: It was the one in Minneapolis. God, why am
0: I helping you? I know what it was.
1: Was it the one in Minneapolis? <laughs> or was it 51? I don't even know. what <laughs> Ah. Uh... I don't know. Uh, My time's probably up. I'll say, yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I don't have a guess. I don't know. 10 to 6.
0: What? Oh, wait. 10 to 6? Which... Oh, that was the one in it Minneapolis. It was the one in Minneapolis.
1: The answer was 41 to 33.
0: That was the Eagles over the Patriots. I thought it was the Patriots over the Rams, but no, that was the year before. All right, man. Huh. I'll take all of that quarterbacks for one hundred there, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Right, Who was the MVP of last year's Super Bowl? That would be a one, Patrick Mahomes. All right, and I will take
1: one hundred points. I'm up one hundred right now. Oh yeah, it was one hundred. Whoops. Okay, I will take. Um, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, all about quarterbacks for 300. Who has the most Super Bowl rings? Tom Brady. All
0: right. That'll give you three. I'll take uh, quarterbacks for five. Who has the record for starting as quarterback in four Super Bowls, but did not win any? (sighs) Never winning a Super Bowl but Starting in four, hmm. uh, I can't remember his first name. Um, from Buffalo, Kelly. Uh, is it Joe Kelly? No, it's not Joe Kelly. Joe Kelly is a pitcher for the Dodgers. <laughs> um, who's
1: the Kelly guy, man? Uh, if, if that's the last name and it's right, I'll give it to you. He's the one that had cancer.
0: I, I know so much about him. Last three, Sh- John Kelly. Is that what it is? I don't know. Is that, is that Let's. Well, whatever Kelly, that guy, quarterback, played in the Jim. 90s. Jim Kelly. Jim, there you go. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I mean, I had it. <laughs> I just couldn't think of his first name. I If you out were on Jeopardy and week.
1: just said who was Kelly, they probably would have given it to you. They would have. Yep.
0: All right. So I'm at 600 now.
1: 600. Here we go. Uh, mm, 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 I'm voting. You know what? I'll just stick to M- NFL. All about NFL for 300. Who was the great Hall of Fame running back that played college football at Jackson State University? Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't either. Uh, Jackson State, is that? I don't even know. What that is. Jackson, Alabama. Mississippi. 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 Jackson, Mississippi. Woo! Miss Jackson. Uh, Barry Sanders. Walter, Walter Pate. Payton.
0: Wow, we're going to look like such noobs. All <laughs> right, just, you're still at 300. Uh-huh. I feel bad taking the five hundred one.
1: one. Do what you must.
0: I'll leave it for you. I'll take uh, all about NBA for 100, just to make it interesting. Number one pick in the 2019 NBA oh draft i got to think so hard right now. That would be Zion Williamson Duke University. Easy. Easy. I kind of blanked for like five seconds. (laughs)
1: All right. Since Dan left me the last NFL one, I will try and uh, catch up with that. What year did the NFL start? I feel like you asked me this once. Maybe I asked you. Uh, Oh gosh.
0: I definitely asked you this before.
1: I don't remember if it was like the merger was that when the nfl started or did the nfl start before i would then? say
0: that's when it started yeah i know what year it is
1: uh 19
0: don't click it if you're it after your yes i want to get my okay. answer uh,
1: 1963
0: i'm gonna say 1964
1: 1920! What? <laughs> We're idiots!
0: Well, all right. I'm sitting at <laughs> 700 and you're at 300. I love it. I'm glad I didn't pick that question now. I'll do the NBA for three, Alex. Uh, what's Steph Curry's real name? Stefan.
1: Is that really all this is? down now.
0: What? <laughs> is that real? <laughs> Apparently, Whoa. <laughs> I, I thought he was, I thought it was a reference to when he was interviewed by Nike to like become their spokesperson or, you know, like whatever, like sign a shoe deal with them. They were like, <laughs> stuff Steph- Stephen, Stephen Curry. And that's what they called him. And he was like, nope, not no, going to sign with you.
1: I thought it was just, yeah, I thought that's what it meant too. was just Stephen.
0: Well, what's Tiger Woods' real name?
1: <laughs> Tigera,
0: Tigera. You want MLB? Where are you going now?
1: What?
0: Which category are you going next?
1: I go MLB for hundred. What? What team did the Dodgers trade with to get Mookie Betts? That would be wow. Who are the Boston? The
0: Brooklyn Dodgers, Red Sox, the Boston Dodgers.
1: I almost said the Celtics for a second. (laughs)
0: Boston Celtics. (laughs) Alright, 700-400. I'm in the lead. Give me NBA 500. Who holds the NBA record for most rebounds? Like overall? Probably. Mm, Or in a game? Okay. Um... There's three guys I have in mind. It's either Wilt, Bill Russell, or Kareem. I'm going Wilt. Kurt. Yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> I think he just won on that one. Actually, Yeah, you
0: just won the game. Yeah, yeah. you can have the last two. Try
1: to tie it up. <laughs> all right, all about MLB for 300. Max Scherzer, Chris Sale, and Just Verlander prior to the start of. What? What does this mean? Prior to the start of the 2019 MLB season?
0: Who are former Cy Young winners?
1: Yeah, that's, is that what it means? Probably. Okay, that's my answer. Who were the three best pitchers? That's an opinion. What? <laughs> I'll give it
0: to you. Okay. I'll take MLB for 500, Alex.
1: <laughs> oh, you said I get the last ones. Oh, this would actually tie it.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm not giving it to.
1: Who is one of the top five hitters
0: of 2019? 2019. This is another opinion, kind of. Well, I mean, I'm guessing it's based on batting average. I don't know. Oh, I, will, oh, I will pick uh, Nelson Cruz.
1: Uh, I'll pick someone too, so we can both get 500 points. Okay, okay. let's do it. Uh, you pick Nelson. I will pick. Uh, I'll pick Mookie Bits. You know, he was a good hitter, wasn't he? 19. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I feel like Mike Trout's it. always in there. Well,
0: nope. I got, <laughs> I got
1: it. I got it. Woo!
0: Nolan Arenado, Xander Bogarts, who I would never have guessed, Nelson Cruz, who I picked, George Springer, and you Marte. tell yeah, Marte. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, do you just want to admit defeat right now? Yeah. And I, Have 1,700 points to your 700? Yep. Well, that's game time.
1: (laughs) 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 Those last two questions were stupid.
0: (laughs) I'm not the one that picks the categories, man.
1: I know. I'm just saying.
0: Honor of Alex Trebek, thank you for the long and wondrous life that you lived and provided for all people around the earth. We appreciate you. Rest in peace. Um, NFL talk will come back on Thursday with a whole brand spanking new lots of stuff in our picks Friday um yes Friday sorry um as well as a master's update golf's going in. Mm-hmm. remember this is the fish and chip podcast we're on twitter at fish and chip pod spotify and Apple a podcast google machine amazon most places you get podcasts remember hashtag prop up with thrive fantasy promo code fish f-i-s-h we're chip daily and i'm dan fish thank you for listening
1: we are story. all chip universe we are
0: we are chill and we chip and fish daily chip and fish daily